Hello everyone, this is Tim from the Connorson Thought Factory here again with more topics. Um been very busy <coughs> doing the Connorson Center, very busy providing courses, still no stable housing, and I'll probably get into that at the end when I tell you what's happening with the city and Catholic charities which is an organization that helps with housing. I went to them and we'll see. I'll tell you what happened. So, let's get into the topics right now. <coughs> this is a raw podcast. You hear the train behind me? So, I'm at an Airbnb and it's right near a train station. Um, unemployment will run out the end of this month. So, this will be my last Airbnb. And again, I'll tell you how a lot of us are going to proceed um the homeless situation in new york city is insane insane um oh i added something to the connison center i added consult consultation a service and so there's another tier so you get consultations with if you need help with government documents i help someone um deal with their unemployment documents. I helped someone deal with um, a work problem, um, making a defense statement for their job. They won that case, so I'm happy with that. Uh, I was doing these things for my family and friends and figured, eh, this is a service people might need. I will also edit you write your academic papers and um manuscripts <coughs> i just i'm working on a series now a script um edward head plantation oh my god it's so good oh it's rough though plantation story is always going to be rough but i just did one part on uh, one of my platforms so you know get at me if you ever want any of my works um, I think I can make ads for this platform for my other, I'm going to see if I can do that and, um, um, put them into my podcast now that I'm using this more on a more consistent basis. So I add the consultation tier, which means you get everything on the tiers below it. Each one of my tiers, you get everything below it and something extra. Tiers two and three, you get free gifts. Tiers four that I just added is just consultation. Um, and you get a safe space in the consultation to speak to someone that's connected to reality. Because the more and more we go into this new world order, this new set, this great reset, I'm seeing a lot more people that's just not, that just refuse to embrace reality. They're finding little corners where they can be deluded and fool themselves. And they, and they know it. I have people telling me, look, I understand what you're saying, Tim, but I just I can't handle it. Let me just be deluded. Let me be happy and let that person be happy. And so I'm fine. Be happy. Leave me alone. But see, the thing is, as I try to function in reality, they say, well, Tim, I don't know why you're doing that. I don't understand why you want to do that because I'm in reality. I can't, I, I, I can't help it. I'm not in delusion. So friction happens, but 
we're getting to the point where it's getting harder and harder to delude yourself. And as a black man in America, I never thought this, but it, it, it was starting to dawn on me a few years ago that this was the case, but I was like, eh, I was still conflicted 50-50 that black people would rather die than embrace reality. But when 2020 hit and everything was exposed and the reality of our situation was exposed and even white people were saying, look, there's systemic racism that's holding y'all back and the things y'all got to deal with is insane. And um, a lot of black people were what, what we weren't doing as far as community wise was exposed. The schools were closed down. We had to deal with our children and the fact that they weren't learning nothing. That was exposed. I thought black people would be, okay, I'm up against the wall. I got to do it. But what black people did, most black people and black people I know, they doubled down. They just like, no, I'd rather have a stroke. I'd rather have a heart attack. I'd rather take pills. I'd rather drink than to embrace the reality. And um, I was starting to get the feeling in 2019, 2018 that this might be the case. And I was telling my wife, it's like, eh. And I think I, I think our people would rather die. She was like, nah, I don't think so. Now after 2020, she's like, eh, you're kind of right. <laughs> These people don't want to. They don't want to come out of delusion. And um, it's a safe space for them. Now she's like, fine, just let them be. And I'm like, but what does that mean for us? So she's doing fine. I'm happy. Um... We split, but I'm happy she's doing fine. Of course, as a black man on the bottom tier, I'm struggling, but it's okay because I, I understand why I'm struggling and I understand what's happening. Um, and it's fine. Um, so, yeah, you know, the delusion is, is hardcore. So... I still like to say I, I created the consultation tier so that people can have a safe space. People who want to speak to someone who's connected to reality and dealing with things, concepts, big concepts, things like when all the cashiers are going and we're using self-checkouts, robot guards like I just saw in the Stop and Shop, um, when police are, are cut back and we're using drones, when the prisons are closed and there's no prison guards and we're using ankle bracelets, wrist bracelets, and probably neck bracelets, neck bracelets, neck bracelets, neck braces, electronic neck pieces. When all those people are unemployed, what are you going to do with people? So we're dealing with universal basic income. We're dealing with housing as a human or natural right. Those are the concepts that we're dealing with today in 2021. That's what's on the table. And if you're not at the conceptual level, then your head is in the sand. You, 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 you're in the shadows, the few shadows left of delusion. And you may just get crushed by reality. You know, so if you want to live and don't want to die, some and some of us, and I, I know some, some black people that are like, I, I just rather die. I'd rather die than deal with reality. I just... And, and I kind of respected that because at least they're saying, look, I know 
<laughs> they're like, I know I'm in Duluth. I know, but I just can't do it. And it's okay. You can, you know, I hate that you're smoking and drinking yourself into situations like that. I hate that they're doing that, but um, we all free to make our own choices. And I, and I have learned to grow to accept and learn and grow to accept that. So, you know, I created the consultation page. People can use it. I'm there for you. I'm always trying to figure out ways to expand and offer anything to people. Um, you know, um, with the Connorsense Center. I really want the Connorsense Center to be that kind of center that that space that I had as a child growing up in Brownsville, that community center where all kinds of services were there and available. So when you your school closes down, I got lessons for you. When you need content, if you're a producer, you need scripts, you need song lyrics, I got content for you. When you just want general knowledge, I do readings from great works of literature, great primary sources, I got that for you. Memes, I added memes. I had to start making memes because I had to start making time. I used to write essays, just personal essays, personal journals, but I had to start making time for essays and my fiction. My fiction was really falling behind. And um, I have a, a Substack page where I do my fiction and, I, and I'm trying to be more consistent like I am with the podcast. You all know the podcast was really scarce. So I'm making more room for the podcast and I'm making more room, but I still have these personal opinions I want to get out. So there's a meme on my Instagram. All my stuff is on my Instagram, Tim, Tim Connerson. You can get it and follow it. It's a lot of stuff, a lot of work. And you'll see why, what I'm doing. And it's basically a one person operation. In addition to another business that I have, but um, yeah, this is this is. I'm happy that I was talked into doing the Connorson Center. Um, my wife talked me into it, and our accountant talked me into it. I was thinking about incorporating anyway. Once my Udemy courses started hitting, even a little bit before that, but I never had the fund, the money, and I used grant money that the government gave to my other business and I use stimulus money. So see, direct payments helps us and we all know it. There's just a lot of hangups that people have. People, the managerial, professional managerial class, they want people under them. And if you want people under you, you'll create your own business and have people under you. But these institutions where I can be up under you and you can treat me like a slave, those days are over anyway, because we're not taking that treatment anymore after 2020. That's the one thing. Black people are not taking the BS. Not taking it. So that's another reason why I knew um, reopening everything that wasn't going to go back. Because I knew white people were going to be still inflicting their power and black people weren't going to accept it. 
And I said, man, the only job that's going to increase is HR because there's going to be so many damn complaints that workplace is going to be impossible. A lot of office spaces with, let's be honest, nothing's really being produced anyway. It's going to be impossible to run those places. Before I move on to the next topic, if you want to support this podcast, you can do so directly or by becoming a sponsor. I didn't even check to see how much I, I have from ads and sponsors and things like that. So you can do that. We're going to talk about the empire of the United States now. It, it's literally on fire. Last week, it was so hazy in New York City from the fires of the West Coast that people are upset about the mask and variants and Delta. The air quality is poor. We're at the point now that China was at where we have to wear masks because of our air quality. That's what we've allowed ourselves to come into. That's what we have slid into. This was a beautiful country. Big, vast, beautiful had all kinds of um, zones, mountains, uh, you could say forest to tropical type zones. We, we, this was a beautiful place. We're destroying it. We're burning it physically. We're burning it socially, politically. It's all burned down in the worst way. And how the political class can go on vacation while it burns how people, well, I guess they're at the point where hell is burning. I might as well enjoy myself on the way out. But the problem is, when an empire collapses and burns and ends, it doesn't mean all the human beings on the end. Even when climate change is going to maybe destroy the way we function and destroy our ability to organize in a sophisticated way, we, some of us are still going to be here. And you're going to have to function. So, you know, you might say, well, if climate change makes things that bad, I might do myself in. Okay, but some of you are not going to do that. And I'm already thinking about now I'm 50, so I I probably won't make it. (laughs) But with my luck, I will. And so I'm thinking, like, how am I going to function Um, while the empire is on fire? which you already know, I'm creating all new different platforms. I've been at the Great Reset 20, 30 years ago. Creating independent platforms, trying to do independent things. Even before the internet, I've been trying to do independent things in the black community. And for the last 50 years, my whole life, the black community has been sliding, sliding, sliding. And since the 1990s, we've been dead between the ears. The black community just been dead spiritually been dead mentally and so there's some sparks after 2020 in 2021 because it's about groups and communities that's what it's all about this whole illusion of oh we could be individuals and i'm gonna be great and i'm gonna get nah and even this whole thing about i'm gonna be great and use people Nah, people not letting you use them anymore like that. And that kind of person is now looking frowned upon like, yeah, you're just using us and you're getting, but you're not spreading it out. It's going to be about groups. And I'm going to tell you, man, as a black man, I don't know what our children are going to do because we are not 
unified and groups are kicking our ass. Immigrant groups are kicking ass. Groups of white people are kicking ass. Even the black boule is 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 falling apart because they're not they're unified in symbolic ways, fraternities, sororities, and the black, you know, elite class and their little social clubs. But they didn't even respect those clubs and those organizations enough to keep those built. A lot of those things are falling apart because it was all ceremonial. And, you know, a lot of the black people in that class were living off their parents and things like that. So, you know, even that's coming undone. And they don't even know how to organize. I'm looking at them and they're like, ugh. They got so many mental and, and, and emotional issues from just being, um, what do you call it? From just being um, gatekeepers for the last 40 years. They don't know what to do with themselves now. That there's no gate to keep. So I'm always looking for groups and people, you know. I find some people online. I'm finding a lot more people in the last few months that they look at my work and say, eh. Maybe this is somebody I can hook up with. Maybe we can do work together. So that's what it's about, man. Groups. And listen, cross cross color lines, man. Cross ethnic lines. If if if, <laughs> if you black, you find a Latino, find a white, find anybody that will help you. Because I'm telling you, um a lot of people in the black community we either hanging on by our fingernails. Which we, and we don't want to hear nothing about anything else, not realizing that if we do the conceptual work, we won't have to hang on by our fingernails. Or it's a lot of black people just letting go. Like, ah, I'm just going to destroy myself. So if you're conscious in any way, find some more conscious people. And um, I'm 50, so I'm kind of like had my life and I've created my content. And um, in fact, I got to finish my will. I'm putting out my will. For the little, my work that I have, because it's all I got, the rights to my work and things like that. So I already talked to the people who I'm going to give to and they know and um, what little I do have. So it's that time. It's serious. Um, oh, before I go to the next topic, if you want to support this podcast, do so directly or by becoming a sponsor. Um. I really laugh, I don't think I can need to spend too much time on this, at the government's fake concern for people. And Biden's concerned about, oh, you don't have to die. I actually did a meme on it. You don't have to die, take the vaccine, you don't have to die. We don't want you to die. And they went and Congress left and let the uh, rent moratorium expire. When the money they put out for rental assistance, which I don't believe is going to be enough, wasn't handed out yet. Now, they didn't even try to make sure that the states were handing it out. But the reason why states have not handed out their rental assistance properly, and I, I tried to get some in New York City, it's so rigid. It's not going to help that many people anyway. But what happens when you put programs in like that and you don't give direct payments to people is all the corruption inside the systems come out and black people usually get shafted 
So what they do is figure out ways to handle this money to people and not give it to us. And I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen to the rental assistance program. I'm 15 feet away from a, from a tent city where I may end up at. So that's what's going on. Meanwhile, there are hundreds of thousands. I would even say there's got to be at least a million empty apartments and homes in New York City. 200,000 homeless. There's got to be a million empty spaces where we can live. So housing is a human right. We'll see. But, you know, government officials stop it. You're not concerned. I went on vacation and let people, y'all let people get thrown out on the street. People are starving or going hungry. Children are going hungry. People don't have medical care. Yeah, I don't care about, yeah, I don't care about people. Stop this. Biden gets on there with his little, oh, we care. Nah, shut the hell up. You don't care. Now, let's talk about the housing issue. I went to Catholic Charities and all they could do for me was Give me um, listings for realtors who are doing affordable housing. Affordable housing in New York City is you have to be making at least 37000 to even qualify for affordable housing. Most people don't make that money. If I'm driving Uber, if I'm driving Lyft, if I'm delivering for someone, because that's most of the work that's left is service work. A lot of the businesses that came back in New York were service. A lot of them were restaurants and in sit down restaurants. Well, well, I think if it's not a chain, I don't think you're paid. Well, I don't know. They, they might make you pay in New York state the minimum wage, but what some bosses are doing is saying, we're not going to hire full-time employees because then we don't have to give them health benefits. That's the catch. So if I pay you $15 an hour, I can get you work 30 hours a week. As long as it don't trip to 40, I, I think it could go up to 35 as long as it don't go to 40. Um, and what some of them are even doing is, is saying, hey, I'll give you 20, give somebody else 20, and split it up that way. I'll give you 15, 15, and 15. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it's $15 an hour, but when you ain't working that many hours, it doesn't add up. And then you got to go from job to job to job. A lot of times when you hear the unemployment number going down, the job prospect, you hear 900,000 new jobs. That's people getting a second job, third job, four jobs, and still can't afford these rents. Because you got to remember, when you're paying, if you have a car, you're paying for gas to go from spot to spot. You're parking, you're probably doing parking tickets in New York City. Parking is crazy. If you're taking public transportation, you're going from spot to spot to spot. Public transportation is $3 a pop. Although in New York City, the police have been kind of laying back and letting people just go through the turnstiles, jump over the turnstiles, walk through the emergency doors. So a lot of people are not paying their, fair share, their share. I shouldn't say their fair share. They're not paying their share. I think transportation should be free. Take away the turnstiles, take away the toga booth, take away the, the vending machines like they did in Germany and just let it be free. And the city would save, the government would save money. You're spending more money maintaining these things. You're never getting the money back. Just take all that stuff off. Let people walk onto the platform because you're maintaining that stuff now and cops are letting people walk. 
Cops are moving homeless people out of the busy areas like Penn Station, but in peak hours because they have to go somewhere. But the police are not like hitting them over the head and dragging them anywhere. They're just saying, okay, you got to move. So that's how they're dealing with the housing situation. You're just going to move from here. And so um, they opened up the libraries back all day. So the homeless people have somewhere to go. Homeless people use the libraries a lot. And that's what they're doing with housing. I like it because it gives me a chance to work in the libraries. But I don't have when I won't have after I leave here. So it works for me both ways. As a homeless person, I could stay in the library. I can also get some work done and keep my keep creating content. Um, I have storage, so that's fine. Um, and we'll keep going from there. And that's basically it. You, you gotta, you know, the Catholic Charities really couldn't help me. The lady there was very nice, though. And felt bad for my situation because she said, you know, it's, it, 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 it sucks what's going on. Um, but this this ridiculous affordable housing situation has a lot of empty apartments and homeless people. Sometimes right next to each other. I mean, f literally physically next to each other. And um, like Pascal says, black people. Black working class are literally being ground to dust. And by that I mean dying. The, the life is so hard with having heart attacks, with falling out, um, strokes, where mentally ill people are hurting people, and there's no money for funerals. So you got either mass graves or cremations. And in New York City, they're doing mass graves. Um, it's, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's just, it's just, I mean, you laugh because it, 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 it's so absurd. If people put that in a film, what's going on in the city and in the country, you wouldn't believe it. And so many people just stick their head in the sand and like, I, I just don't want to deal with it. I don't want to acknowledge the reality. And that's where we are. Um, so I'll keep bringing you these podcasts. You know, I'm always out. A lot of issues. I always mark them down and say, I'm going to talk about that in the podcast. And um, I usually talk about four issues, three, four issues at a time. Um, that seems to be my sweet spot there, four issues. So um, until next time. Please, try to stay safe, try to stay sane, 